Stephen Jill here. Hello. Welcome to the House Academy show, entertaining real estate investment talk. I'm Stephen Jack Pitala. And I'm Jill DeWitt, broadcasting from sunny Southern California. Today, Jill and I talk about how to half your offer price on the phone by Jill. I have three examples I'm going to give you. Before we get into it, though. Oh. Jeez, before you answer, before I let you answer your or finish your sentence, what the heck? You can tell Jill's excited about this because well, here's what's beautiful. You get to say a little intro thing. I want to say a little intro oh, thing. Oh, you got an intro thing. Yes, I have an intro thing. Go for it. Okay, my thing is, I'm going to tell you how to do it on a very old offer, on a current offer, and on a, uh-oh, last minute I just found out something bad about the property offer. I'm going to listen and learn. Okay. Before we get into it, let's take a question posted by one of our members on the uh, Land Academy, House Academy online community. It's free. Which show is this? I'm sorry. I wish I wish we'd heard, I, I, I would love to hear, I'm gonna listen and learn a lot. <laughs> Could you repeat I'm gonna that? listen and learn. That'd be great. I'm serious. Thank There's you. Sometimes in the live event, people, uh, people ask a question. This happens in a live event all the time and I start to answer it and then they say, they stand up and say, no, no, no. I was talking to Jill. Oh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so this is one of those Thank shows. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. Okay. So Ben wrote, I'm starting to get overloaded with my list of don't ever contact me again, people. Not a bad problem to have since I'm getting some acceptance letters back as well. Question. What is the best way to organize my do not contact list? <laughs> is this list even worth creating? Yes. What is the most? Really? I have something to say about this. <laughs> You know, you're not the person who does the data in the mail. Well, I've got some things to say about this. Anyway, follow me. What is the most efficient way to overlay this list against future mailers? I do not see a viable way of keeping an ever-growing list like this. Let me know there was a more simple way of handling this. Thank you. I have an easy solution, but I, I don't know if you want to get me out of the way first or second. Get me out of the way? Yes. Go ahead. Okay. We rarely hit the same area twice that's absolutely true so the fact i always tell them i don't care if it's la county uh you know commercial properties or rural vacant land in texas somewhere i always say oh no problem what was the address oh sure oh, i will take that off your list and i feel very confident knowing they're probably never going to get another letter from me and they always say this too you've written me three times which i know i haven't but they think every, the guy two times before them like in the you know six months ago and five years ago or if if whatever they think that was me and it wasn't so again i tell them i make them feel good i'm gonna do that but do i and i do i i start you know ben i have the same intentions you i start to keep track of them just because i'm trying to make a mental note you know of um maybe uh the temperature of the offers maybe if we had ch changed them we would have got more yeses but usually we don't care so i I don't keep track of them anymore. But again, I, I tell them that, and then I feel very safe to say that it's okay. So I, it, the, everything Jill said is absolutely correct. We, But there is a list. She just doesn't know about it. But if we ever go back again and remail another county, which almost never happens, uh, the only real complaints that ever come up is if somebody owns multiple properties. Uh, let's say they own 10 properties in one county and the other county. So, the, But the, the tech answer is there's a the list is in Excel. So if they say, please take me off the list, and Jill's people or Jill herself actually, I'm learning now on this show that she doesn't care at all. No, 
I start the list. The we list he's talking about, I started like on the LA County one. Keep it in itself. But after I got 50, I'm like, I got it. I've got the data set that I need. Keep it in Excel. Yeah. Next time you run, if you if you do go back, which I highly re- recommend, do go back to another area multiple times in a year. Let's say keep a list in Excel and run a. Uh, there's a uh, a function in Excel called VLOOKUP, which eliminates once you're done with your mailer, you run that list against that your current mailer. It's probably going to come up with ten or fifteen exceptions. The good news is you spend uh, save some money on mail. You know, in the end, should you send them another letter, maybe. So that's my argument too. Does it really? What's what's I, I the best s- use of your time, Ben? If you're not going to hit this area ever again, or you you know that I killed it on the five acre properties, now I'm going to go hit the ten acre properties and then the twenty acre properties. That's how you roll, which is what we which love. Which is what we do. Yeah. So then you never have to think about it. Who cares? So um, that's 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 really my. To each his own. And if you accidentally send them again, so what if you did it again? I am so so. You're apologizing a second time. It's not the end of the world again. Yep. Thank you. Today's topic, <laughs> how to half your offer price on the phone by Jill. This is while you're listening. I'm listening and learning. Oh, okay. You wanted to hear him say it again, didn't you? No, I was waiting I to see. I am here to listen and learn, Jill. No, I was waiting because you like. But set it up. I'm going to set it up. Oh, well, you're going to set it up anyway. You have okay. to, your three things cover it all. Okay. So what are we talking about? So here's what's going on right now, especially in today's environment. The offers that we sent out, you know, a month ago, and especially a year ago, and what I would pay for a property today, are different. Why? In case you didn't notice, <laughs> things are changing right now and rapidly. We talked about a lot of it yesterday. A lot of the data about the, you know, the I mean, the hard numbers about properties coming on the market, price reductions, uh, deals falling through, uh, things that are being put back on the market people accepting offers more quickly right now because I don't know about you, but I would feel the same way. If I listed something and a good cash buyer came along right now, do you think I'm gonna hold out for 90 days and try to get a better cash offer? Probably not. I'm gonna take it and run. And if you've never been in that situation, good for you, but I think we've all, if you've ever sold a property, you know, we've all been in that situation where you go, darn, I should have taken that first offer. You know, I hate it, but you, you do that once and then you learn. So anyway, so how do you how do you handle these these uh, these sellers and what do you what do you do? So I'm gonna go through kind of an example of each one. Would you like to add anything? You know what I was just thinking. No, I I, I want to hear this. Okay. Do you ever watch two people in an interview, like professional people, not us? And one person's predominantly talking, like Joe's about to do, and the other person, for whatever reason, just stares at them. Like they don't really look at the camera; they just look at look at the other person. They don't blink or anything. They don't know what I to do. I can't do it. Oh, why? I don't know. I can't just stare at you while you're talking into the camera. What are you doing then? I don't know. Just probably a bunch of stuff I'm not supposed to do because we're not professional, you know. Well, interrupting <laughs> is one of them. Just kidding. So I'm going to tr- really how about, try it. How about, how about random comments? That's another one. Just kidding. I'm going to really try to just look at you while you're talking. Like you're supposed to do, like just like kidding. real people on TV. That's what they do. They're like like tr- like they stare at like yeah like yeah try it go like go at, Joe go. Why? What's the problem? Oh you're oh you're. I'm gonna try to do oh, it. Okay, I don't see it as hard, but okay. <laughs> what does that say about who does most of the talking here? I think there's huge deep seated psychological reasons why, you, especially because we're like together. Yeah. Like that, I can't stare at you while you're talking into the camera. There's That's something weird. wrong with me. I mean, I have no trouble doing it with you. I know. <laughs> you're healthy. 
Thank you. Oh, there we go. <laughs> now we got to the bottom of it. Okay, so how do you cut your offer price on an old offer? So like Steven set up a few minutes ago. Now it's weird. I can't do it. Staring at me. <laughs> I'll do my normal stuff. Now you made it weird. <laughs> you just made it gross. <laughs> That's another thing. There's such a fine line between, wow, that guy's really awesome, and God, he's so gross. It and no from, one knows what it, it is. Went, it went from, oh, lovingly too supportive to <laughs> yucky, get away from me. <laughs> it's like real life. Yeah. <laughs> All right, I'm going to do my normal stuff. Go ahead. That's great. This is my dance area. This is your dance area, by the way. Okay. So, I'm sorry. He keeps interrupting me now because he's, he's I won't look at you. I'm sorry. I'll look at the camera. I'm joking. All right. So, guy calls back. I made an offer two years ago, $38,000. And I'm looking at it today going, well, first of all, wow, $38,000. Um, and it was probably, I'm sure it was a good offer. Oh, sure. Then. Let's let's just say, but now sure. I'm looking at it a lot differently. Now, and now, because I have so many, so much on my plate right now too, because I got a lot of people, these people calling me back now for obvious reasons. Um, this is, this is, you know what, this is the house show. Let's do this. I'm gonna, I'm gonna make this a house Example. Yeah, one twenty-five. Okay. So there we go. It's $125,000 I offered back then. Now things aren't moving. Now he thought he had it sold. It was contingent or who was whatever. Anyway, they're calling me back. And first of all, I got to say that it's easy to point out on real estate data online, housing prices are even going down. So if I go look at this offer on Zillow and Trulia and Redfin or Realtor, chances are it's been creeping down a little bit. So the guy kind of knows. The seller, what's so funny? <laughs> Again, I can't stare at you. Uh, Go ahead, keep going. The seller kind of knows what's coming. So he's calling back this $125,000 offer. All right, what do I say to the guy? Let's just cut to the chase. Look, that I was that made sense to me back then. And I really appreciate your calling me back. And I absolutely am still interested in your property. Slash, however, here's what I'm dealing with right now today. I've got... I've got this much acquisition funds. I've got this many offers coming my way. And the best I can do now is 100 or 95, whatever it is. Because I know for me, this is me talking to myself, not the seller. I know for me, it's got to be a smoking deal. I know that I'm going into this going, all right, I might have the inventory for a little while uh, if I don't price this right if I don't buy it right. And I don't wanna be sitting on this house for 90 days or six months for someone to be able to come along and be able to buy it from me. So I really have to look at this and every deal as, well, now I have to do it. So honestly, even, and as I said, so my deal, my offer is 125. Gosh, it might even be 75 or 80. I hate to say that, but, and you just have to very politely, very respectfully to your seller on the phone say, I do not mean to insult you, but here's the situation that I'm in and you're in. Uh, um, and by the way, most of our house offers, 99.9% .9 of them, they don't have a mortgage. They he probably has he probably paid 35,000 for it back in the day. He was hoping to get 125, hoping to get 200 for it or whatever. So he is going to make some money on it, and he's not. I'm not putting the guy in a bad spot, and it's not a short sale with a bank kind of thing. So you know, but just politely say, this is the best I can do. If it works for you, great. I mean, I'll, I'll get this closed as fast as you want it because I want it to be 
done quickly too. If it doesn't work for you, I totally understand. Uh, if things change, let me know. I always leave the door open. That's the important point here. We're not trying to take advantage of you, sir. Yeah. This is what it's worth right now. I know it was worth a lot more when we sent the letter out, but you know we couldn't control the virus either. And so this is what we're willing to pay. And I've got 15 other offers to review. So it's not personal. It's just, it's an asset. That's what it's worth. And I wouldn't bring up, I don't even say that. I won't bring up virus. I won't bring up stuff like that. I won't bring up current. We all know, you know, what's going on. And I, know, I don't do it anymore for yeah. our group, but I would, I would. Oh, would you? No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't bring that up. But just like, hey, times are changing. We all know that. There's stuff going on in this world we can't predict, I guess. So maybe it's the same thing. It doesn't matter. So It's a personal choice. Right. So now I've got a current offer. Um, maybe I've been talking to the guy. Maybe I've been talking to this guy since February, January, February, and we had a deal. You know, or he just needed to run it by his wife, and they were trying to, they uh, were trying to figure out uh, when the best time was to, uh, you know, get the last kid in college. They just needed to get through the summer, and then they were going to uh, be set up in their retirement cabin in the fall. So we were just figuring out the details right now, but we had an agreed offer price. So that's a tough one, you know. And you better believe they want to hold on to that price that we all agreed on in January. Well, the conversation is still kind of the same. It's kind of like, you know, Mr. Smith, we got to talk. Yeah, I thought this might come. This is probably what's, this is what they're thinking too. Uh, I still want the house. And they're like, oh, thank God. That's really what's going on in their head too, by the way. If you say, I still want the property. Thank God, because I thought we were going to be stuck here forever. Because oh, my wife was really wanting to, and we already put a down payment on this and we can't get out of it. So what you're going to do is we got to, you know, have a, you know, kind of a, a friend to friend conversation with them. Treat them like you want to be treated. I got to tell you, I can't, I can't do that offer anymore. It's doesn't, it doesn't work for me now. And I'm sure you can understand that. Here's what I can do. I hope it works for you. I really put some thought into this and you know, with the situation, this is a number that works for me. And if you want to back out, you got something better, whatever it is, totally get it. That's that's up to you, but that's this is what I can do. Do you have any questions? No. Okay. No, I think it's great. Okay. I, I know I can say this. It works because we buy a lot of property. Right. Jill's approach works. Yeah. The, the whole point of it is just come out with it. Don't be yeah. afraid. Don't be around the bush. Don't go dark. Don't be a jerk. Just talk to them and, and don't talk down to anybody. Talk to them in a really nice way that, you know, and I've, I don't want to be that guy. You know, that's the thing, too. I, I have no trouble saying that. Look, I don't want to be that guy. I, I'm, I don't try to open escrow. This is like, this ties in the last one. I don't try to do these things. I'm not, my whole game is not, oh, I'm going to get an escrow in the day before closing because we've had that happen to us and it sucks. And yeah. I think it's horrible. Yeah, and it makes yeah, me it's mad terrible. that people do that. So, but... If you were in escrow for over 30 days and now you're staring at this going, uh-oh, because this happens too. Crap, what am I going to do? I don't, I can't, the numbers don't work now. Shucks. So, um, if Nobody has a gun to their head on any of this. Right. It's just what it's worth. They can change their mind too, by the that's way. That's what I'm saying. You need to be ready for that and too. That, because that's there's what I would make be... that very, very, very clear. Yeah. If this price doesn't work for you, I completely understand. I've got 32 more deals that I'm looking at than I did when we started escrow. And I understand. This is just, things have changed. Maybe next time you should sign stuff faster. Well, or how about this? 
not even that. What if the seller wants to go? Like, you know what? We we are not moving. Um, this house yeah. is paid for. I have just decided we need to stay put. That happens I to us know all the time. Want, we don't get I know my wife wants to upgrade. I know she wants to move here and do all these things, but I, I told her that we're going to make this, you know, even though we're a family of six and we're 1,100 square feet, it's paid for. We're going to make it work. So they could be telling me, Jill, I, I'm sorry, I got to back out of this deal. And so I need to be ready for that too. And that's fair. And again, leave the door open. You know, I get it. That's okay. I totally understand. Um, and uh, we're good people. I have one thing to add uh, at the end here. We had a, we have a great set of uh, boots on the ground. We have multiple sets of boots on the ground. Uh, last year, we the BOG that we had in this one area, we they were doing such a good job. We decided to give them like negotiation power, and so we did. And they would answer the phone and try to get the deal done and the whole thing. And what I noticed, and we ultimately stopped that program. It didn't work because the person that was answering the phone couldn't say this sentence. Does this price work for you, sir? They were just not comfortable with talking about the money. They would talk for a half hour with the person and and avoid both of them. Both the seller and the and the and the BOG would effectively, for whatever reason, avoid saying, "We're going to pay one hundred twenty-two thousand mm-hmm. dollars uh, for your house." It's like what it says on the on the sheet. Does that work? Instead, it was all about grandchildren and all kinds of stuff. And so, there's some people, for whatever reason, who cares why, don't want to talk about the price. And you're going to waste a lot of time and a lot of hours and a lot of uh, frustration will result because you just can't say, this is a price we're willing to pay. That's a fair comment. Yeah, just don't waste anybody's time with this too. If it's, if it's gonna happen, call them up, be up front, stand up. This is what it is. You know, I need to get this out real quick. Thank you. Happy you could join us today. Every Tuesday and Thursday, you can find us right here on the House Academy Show. Mondays, Wednesdays, Wednesdays and Fridays, we are on the Land Academy Show. So now the episode on the Land Academy show is called Why Land Academy Members Don't Give Up. You are not alone in your real estate ambition. Is a virus going to stop Land Academy member? No. Here's why. Because they've been through it all before anyway. Their job loss didn't stop them. Uh, the fact that they sent out a failed mailer one time doesn't stop them. Nothing stops a, a good Land Academy member. Nothing stops us. This is no different. Actually, this is more opportunity than uh, any otherwise. The House Academy Show remains commercial free for you, our loyal listener. So wherever you're watching, wherever you're listening, please subscribe and rate us there. We, we are Steve and Jill. Jill. Information and inspiration to buy undervalued property.